0: Welcome back to Raising His Kids. I'm Tony, and I'm here with Lauren today.
1: In the spirit of Halloween, we have brewed up something special for you today. It's a tale as old as time, or at least as old as the wicked stepmother cliche.
0: That's right. We're diving deep into the cauldron of storytelling, exploring the times we've been labeled wicked or evil stepmoms, and we've asked you, our incredible listeners, to share your own enchanting stories.
1: So grab your broomsticks and get ready for a bewitching ride through the world of stepmotherhood. It's time to reveal the truth behind the wicked stepmother myth.
0: So grab your coffee or wine and let's kick off this wicked episode.
1: I thought I would start by just talking about how Halloween works in our families and share those of our listeners. So, Tony, I wanted to ask, is um, Halloween in either one of your custody orders?
0: No, because it's probably not that wildly known. So wildly, widely. It's probably not that widely known that Halloween isn't a big deal here in Australia.
1: I like, I didn't think it was that big a deal here. Uh, It's not in ours either, but um, a lot of people that I had talked to about it do have it in theirs.
0: Yeah. So a lot of my American followers, they, you know, fight over Halloween. It's considered a holiday when it comes to custody orders, but it's not a thing here, really. Like growing up in Australia, Halloween was not a thing. I was not allowed to go trick or treating. We didn't get to dress up. There were like a few high school parties where, as high school kids, we'd do Halloween parties. But Halloween is just, it's probably bigger now than it was in the 90s and the early 2000s.
1: That's crazy. I can't imagine my childhood without Halloween.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like, we, we celebrate Halloween with the kids. Probably the first time I celebrated Halloween would have been just after we moved into this house. So Big K was four. We didn't have the older boys because it was on a weekday, but we bought some like chocolate and some lollies and we let Big K hand it out. to like, We told him he could dress up and he could hand it out to all the kids that came knocking. Oh, that's fun. So he had a blast with that. I was working that night. So it was my husband at home with him. Oh. And then then we had COVID. right. Um, I can't remember if we did end up going trick-or-treating or not though that year. I can't remember. I didn't know we didn't go trick-or-treating, but we did we had the theme park tickets. So we took the kids to SeaWorld Australia's spooky nights. So it's like a Halloween-themed oh. where they open the park at night and they have people in character and it's all like Halloween-y. So we did that. We told the kids that Halloween was cancelled because of COVID and we took them to that.
1: That's fine. I think um We didn't have tea, like so. We just have him on Halloween if it falls on Halloween. But um, but we like there's always like a trunk or treat or something that weekend, so we always just take him to one of those. But uh, I remember during COVID, it was so weird because people had like their table set out and they had like the candy, like space, like six inches apart from each other. And it was just like laid out and they would just be like, oh, pick a piece. And it, it was just so like strange from like just grabbing it out of a bowl. But yeah, um, so we did do that for COVID. And I think. We have had him a couple of years like on actual Halloween where we take him to my in-laws neighborhood, but um, we usually just take him to a trunk or treat or something. It's just easier.
0: Yeah. Well, we, the last couple of years I've taken the kids trick-or-treating. So yeah, 21 and 22, I took them trick-or-treating just around our neighborhood. In my neighborhood, they go crazy. And my estate's pretty large, but I just kind of stick to like the houses in my little section of the estate and the kids clean up and normally I've got the pram so they're just like emptying their buckets into the bottom of the pram and then they refill up their buckets like it's crazy so much candy (laughs) one year there was like even one of the people at their houses they dressed up um with the Jason Voorhees mask and like they had a chainsaw and they were chasing the kids down the street (laughs) oh my god
1: that's funny. <laughs>
0: it was ter- terrifyingly funny to watch the kids like scream and run. from That's one funny. of those horrible parents. <laughs> it's really funny. But yeah, we've got the kids. So this weekend, and we're recording this before Halloween. So uh, this weekend, we don't have the boys. We just have Miss K and we don't have theme park tickets for the boys, but we're going to we do for her, so we're gonna take her to the SeaWorld Spooky Nights and let her dress up, and she can go on all the rides and just do her own thing without having to follow the boys around. Um, That's
1: cute. I love that.
0: Yeah, she's probably going to dress up as M M M R because she's still M M M R obsessed. <laughs> and But we do have all the boys on Halloween and I won't be working, so I'll probably take them trick-or-treating. I tend to take the neighbor's kids around as well because they're not into Halloween, but their kids are. And they're like, I don't want to do it. I was like, that's fine. They can come with me. Like if we just walk right. around and we're home by six, like well, leave it really? for home. But by- yeah.
1: That's crazy. I don't even think trick-or-treating starts until after six here.
0: Well, yeah, I guess we just, it's pretty much start straight after school. Really? It's like really? three o'clock. Oh, that's crazy. And then normally it's all over by, I reckon, seven.
1: At least in the area I grew up in and I'm pretty sure where I live now too, it doesn't even start until like dusk. So all trick-or-treating is done in the dark.
0: Yeah, I didn't really think about it because I guess you see in movies, Halloweens or like trick or treating's done at night. But yeah, no, in the area I live in, it's like start straight after school and it's all over and done with by seven. Sometimes we get a few straggling teenagers knocking on doors afterwards. but
1: Really? I mean, that would be nice for, like, the people handing out candy. (laughs) It, like, makes it easy that you can still go to bed early. But I feel like we were out trick-or-treating until, like, nine.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like where we live, it's all young families. And they're all, like, working young families. And a lot of the kids are all mostly primary school aged. So I think they just want to get it over and done with. It might change as all the kids grow up.
1: Right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean I I would prefer it that way myself like taking kids trick-or-treating I would rather be done by seven than nine but it's more fun in the dark.
0: I guess you could feed them dinner and then take them out but we just yeah it it would be more fun in the dark but I don't want to be walking around after dark.
1: Yeah no I agree.
0: Plus we live near the bush like do you know how many like snakes and spiders and drop bears that I would come across if I was doing it in the dark?
1: Right. Yeah, no, I didn't even think about that. So anyway, we got a little a little off track there, but we've never yeah. ever fought over Halloween. It always just landed on whosoever day it was already.
0: Yeah, pass. It's not really a holiday here, but I'm not gonna go kick in screaming if we don't have the kids. And honestly, if we didn't have the boys, I probably wouldn't even bother taking Miss K trick-or-treating.
1: Really? Wouldn't you yeah, like no, it
0: though? Oh yeah, she absolutely loves it, and I can probably just do a couple of houses. Like yeah. I wouldn't have to do the whole, the whole lot. Like right. my boys would, if I let them, they'd want to do the whole estate that we live in. No, we're just gonna do a couple of blocks, right?
1: <laughs> For sure. I know. Sometimes like we did like this huge neighborhood when we were kids, and then we would have to like walk back to like the car. We didn't live in like a neighborhood, so we had to like drive to one. And yeah. uh, so we had to like walk back to the car and it was like fun going out, but not as fun while walking back.
0: Yeah, no, the walk back is tiresome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember
0: last year because it's so hot here.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I didn't think about that either because it's freezing. Where, yeah, it's well, freezing. at least where I grew up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And for us, it's hot. Like it's spring coming into summer. Like we're already having 30 degree days, which are like your 70, 80 degree days. Okay. And I remember last year, one lady ran out of, like, candy and lollies and stuff, so she was handing out ice blocks.
1: Oh, my God. Seriously?
0: And the kids loved it. They're just like, this is the best thing ever.
1: That's so funny. That must be so weird. Like, I know, like, you don't know what you don't know, but it must be so weird to be trick-or-treating and it being that hot.
0: It's the year that the boys made me dress up as well. Like, that was hot.
1: What did you dress up
0: as? I dressed up as a witch and I put like on a dress and I had my like my big chunky boots on and I had a corset on and like I did the whole thing like and I was just like (laughs) my feet hurt. I can't breathe.
1: Oh yeah and that being hot definitely makes that worse.
0: Mm, The things we do for our kids. Yeah right. (laughs) Let's read out some of our listener responses for how Halloween is celebrated and our last one I wanted to end on a happy note so. I put the one from our favorite blended mom last.
1: Okay, that sounds good. Do you want to go first right. or do you want
0: me to? No, I'll go first. Okay. All right, so the first one is we usually alternate each year. This year we might trick or treat together, but Karen and stepdad are in court with his ex, so she might not let them have the kids. It would have been me, husband, and two stepdaughters bio mom, stepdad, and his three kids.
1: That's a lot. I don't know if I could handle that. Unless you're all close, I guess.
0: I guess. Like, but it'd be like me blending all three of my families together.
1: Right. I mean, I guess it's not like when you put it like that, it's not that crazy because I don't know, but I just can't imagine going trick or treating with like our Karen and her husband's kids and our stepson. Like, it just seems like so much. But it's the
0: conflict. It's the conflict.
1: Yeah, it is. You're right. You're right
0: you know it's like when we get down to number seven and it's just like oh that's perfect like that's co-parenting goals. we can't see it because of the conflict
1: yeah exactly um the next one is halloween is a is in the custody agreement so we switch years this year it's our halloween
0: so that's pretty cool but i just i don't see it as an important holiday but maybe that's just because of my upbringing
1: i don't really see like it's my favorite holiday but i don't see it as like uh, like a holiday to like pass back and forth like that because like it gets mm-hmm. complicated if it's on a weekday it's not like you have the day off of school or the next day yeah. off of school or anything although if you like get this Catholic year school, it's a tuesday do. right so it's like then how does that work do you pick the kids up from school and drop them back off at nine like i don't
0: especially know especially in seems... our cases like where they yeah. live an hour apart exactly yeah
1: and it just seems like complicated but if it works for you it i mean that's great at least you get some years with them for halloween
0: yeah We did get a we're doing joint this year, which I thought was pretty cool. Like if you're able to come together.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think it would be really nice for the kids, especially when they're like super young. Um, I don't think T really cares anymore. Uh, really? About having Absolutely. his parents together.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just thought you were talking about not caring about Halloween. I'm like, really? The kid that you've told me about would be like obsessed oh, with Halloween.
1: Yeah, he's obsessed with Halloween. He's he has to wear the same costume from Bio Mom like for like the third year in a row. I don't know if it's because it costs a lot of money or something, but she's like making him wear the same costume for the third year in a row. So then he comes and we do like our trunk or treat or whatever with him, and he's excited because he gets to w- wear a different costume
0: yeah right so we the boys have so many costume days throughout the year that they've got a variety of costumes they insist on wanting to wear something scary for halloween but we refuse to buy them another scary costume we're like you guys can switch costumes like whatever you can mix and match your costumes but this year we're not buying new costumes but previously we've bought new costumes every year
1: what do they wear uh, costumes at school for
0: so like to fundraise they do like um there's one where they like raise money for like the children's hospital and they do a superhero day so you got to dress as your favorite superhero then we also have book week where it's you've got to dress as your favorite book character or a character from a book so you know it's those types of costumes but they can still be worn for halloween
1: gotcha do your kids or like do the schools there in general do halloween at school
0: Not really. I know the past two years, Big K School has done a Halloween disco, but this year, instead of it being like spooky themed, they're doing like a Hawaiian luau instead.
1: Oh, that's weird. Halloween disco sounds fun though.
0: Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Last year I was um, on the PNC, so I dressed up as a witch for that as well because they were encouraging the parents that were volunteering to help out to dress up as well. And it was funny because all the girls were... Like all the older girls were like going, Oh my God, I love your costume. Cause I did like this big crazy, like I drew like blue spider webs on my face. And oh my gosh. And I was wearing my dress with my corset, my big, like chunky leather spiky boots. So all the like preteen girls were like, Oh my God, you look
1: amazing. <laughs> I love your preteen girl voice. That's funny.
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: Okay, so our next one is custody order is four days on the day, alternating years. Okay, so I guess that answers my question from before. But I mean, I guess that makes sense if you have four hours on the day if you live close enough.
0: Yeah, if you live close enough, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's just crazy to me that it gets like written into the custody order.
0: Yeah, we only get stepdaughter on Halloween if it happens to fall on our time, but we always do something Halloween y with her, even if it's not trick or treating, which is kind of like what we do.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, step kids school does a trunk or treat. All of their parents show up for them, decorated cars and all. It's awkward for the adults, but makes the kids happy. Oh, that's cute. I remember we used to do that with the decorated cars too.
0: Oh, that's cool. That would be pretty awesome. And I get the thing about it being awkward for the adults. Yeah, it would be so uh, well, awkward. I'm a, yeah. Especially if you've got like bioparents and step kids there, um, step parents there, like any of those occasions are awkward. Right. But it makes our kids happy. All right. So number seven, our happy ending is from our blended mamas maria and sam we usually do halloween together our kids love it and it's great to have the extra helping hands two years ago sam actually went to my aunt's neighborhood with us to hang out and trick or treat with the kids Last year, I was too sick with first trimester hyperemesis, so we didn't go out trick-or-treating, but Sam and Jaden came by and took pics with Bo in costumes. This year, we plan on going out trick-or-treating together and just went to a Halloween walkthrough event called the Knights of the Jack together.
1: Oh, that's fun. That's sweet that they yeah. still came by even when she couldn't go out.
0: Yes. And then there's still those photos and those memories. like Right when you have T-next if you go and do something like you can he can dress up and A Miss A can dress up and they'll have those photos and those memories yeah even if it didn't happen on Halloween
1: that's exactly like I was like I'm not going to buy her a costume because we're not going to take her trick or treating cuz we don't have him on actual Halloween this year so mm-hmm. I was like there's no point in her like like she's not going to eat candy right but then we were talking about it and it's like oh well having pictures of them both in a costume for her first Halloween would be really cute
0: Also, have you seen the really cute baby pumpkin costumes? That's
1: the one I want to get her.
0: (laughs) They're so So cute. cute. (laughs) I wish that I had thought to get one for Miss K for her first Halloween, but instead, like it was like last minute. And I ended up dressing her up in one of she had like a skeleton shirt and I put Big K's old toddler pirate costume on her. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like over the top. So she was like a skeleton pirate and she was just like this little potato like because she was what nine months old then so right but yeah I really wish that I'd gone out and got the pumpkin costume because I always just think of it last minute I'm like oh do I want to do it no I don't want to do it and then it's just like I should have done it
1: right yeah I know I'm right there with you I was just gonna put her in she is like skeleton pjs so I was just gonna put her in those while like when we took tea out but I was like now I'm gonna get her like a pumpkin costume and then like decorate the uh, stroller and like a little like pumpkin leaves and stuff.
0: Yeah, that'd be cute. The pajamas would work if T had matching ones. They could both be little skeletons.
1: And I did try to find them, but the only ones I could find were like forty dollars, and I'm not spending forty dollars on a pair of pajamas he's gonna wear
0: once. <laughs> um, we actually bought a pair for Big J a couple of years ago, and they glow in the dark. And I always buy everything oh. two sizes too big.
1: That's a good idea. So
0: they, they grow into it. It's like, oh, it's big. It's like, yeah, but you'll grow into it. So I get a few years out of it. And so he's worn them for the past two winters. And he's like, you make me wear these every winter. I said, yeah, but they're so cool and they glow in the dark. But, you know, now he's 14 and or oh, 13, sorry. And he's just like, I don't want to wear them anymore. I'm like, well, lucky that you're not going to fit them by next winter and they can go to Big K. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. He doesn't care that they glow in the dark anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny teenagers are something else
0: they are all right so we put the call out there we wanted to hear about when our listeners had been called a wicked or an evil stepmother but before we get into that has there been a time where you've been called the wicked or evil stepmother by either karen or your stepson or someone else
1: i mean not like blatantly in those terms but um our karen has complained a lot Not so much anymore, but definitely in the beginning about like how involved I was. And it Mm -hmm. was, she never said evil evil or wicked, but she may as well have because she was like, oh, it's not her place. She shouldn't be doing that and all that. So
0: when that just reminded me about when we went through court and we had our family report writer and Karen said, I don't want to give my husband custody because I don't think Tony will treat my boys as a priority.
1: Well, it's not really about you even if you didn't. Like that's not what the court is for.
0: No. Like regardless of me, like whether I treated them as a priority or not, it has nothing to do with me. You should be worried about the kid's father treating them as a priority.
1: Right, exactly.
0: But it it's was so I don't I don't want to give him custody because I don't think she'll treat them with priority.
1: Right. The the pressure like people put on stepmoms is insane it's like this is a conversation you should be having with the father not putting all the pressure on a stepmom
0: exactly but at the same time have I not proven myself time and time again that those boys are still my priority
1: oh it doesn't matter how much you prove it to some people they don't care
0: so I've definitely been the wicked evil stepmother there and still sometimes like I, we were at little Jay's psych appointment today and I turned around to the psych and I said, I just wish sometimes that Karen didn't see me as the enemy, because if I could just have a conversation with her and explain things to her, maybe I feel as though just maybe there could be a little less conflict and maybe we could start moving forward instead of running around in circles.
1: Right. I know that it's crazy how much difference just it's being okay, civil can, can make like to for the kids, like just being civil makes a huge difference. You don't have to be best friends.
0: Right. And I was like, just talking simple stuff, like there's been a conflict over scheduling appointments and who's taking him to appointments. And like, I laughed, I was cackling, laughing in the appointment. And the psych is like, what? And I said, you're here bringing it up with me as if I'm the issue or my husband's the issue, but you know, we've explained XYZ to Karen and she's the one who's been sending abusive emails and text messages over us booking our own appointments for the psych.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe all that.
0: Like it was just, and she's like, oh, well, this is what I suggested to Karen. And I was like, yeah. And this is what I already said. Like we already suggested this to Karen and she told us to go fuck ourselves.
1: Right. It might, it might uh, be better coming from the doctor
0: though. Yeah. Well, that's what the psych said. And like, yeah, but I'm going to have to fill you in when we're not on here. All right. So the first of our wicked stepmothers wrote in and said for asking if not important late night texts between Karen and my partner can stop, which I actually responded to this one and said, that is 100% reasonable. And I said, you know, your partner needs to put up some boundaries and go, you know, not going to do this. But I also did And this could be like a little bit of helpful information for anyone who's like, oh my God, why is Karen messaging late at night? Sometimes something slips my mind and it's something that's important, probably doesn't need to be sent right there, but I don't want to forget to send it. So I'll quickly send a message to Big K's dad. It might be nine o'clock at night, but I also don't expect a response at nine o'clock at night. I'm sending the message so that I don't forget. So just give some grace that maybe Karen is thinking I better send this message before I forget but you don't have to respond nothing unless it's an emergency you don't have to respond straight away
1: I agree and I feel like that is the case with all texts they never need a response right away unless like you said it's an emergency um but I also think it's different on a parenting app and like texting I don't know why but it feels different like I don't wouldn't get upset if parent emailed us late at night or like super early mm-hmm. in the morning, um, which she does sometimes because she works overnight. So she'll just like text us at like two in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. Um, And it just, that just feels so inappropriate to me. Like I text it, like just send an email if it's that late. I don't know why it's different, but it feels like right. it is.
0: And I, and I guess I only use the parenting app. So we don't use email communication. We don't use text. It is just a parenting app. So when I remember to send something, I send it.
1: Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know why it's different. I guess it isn't, but to me it feels like it.
0: And okay, you know, I'm a bio mom who sends late night messages sometimes when things pop into my mind, but I also still get frustrated when Karen's messaging my husband a hundred times Of a night going, you need to give me an answer now. You need to give me an answer. You need to give me an answer. You need to give me an answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We used to get that too. And like we set like boundaries of like timing where we would like give her answers because otherwise, if we answer her back at 10 o'clock at night one time, she's going to expect an answer back every time at 10 o'clock at night. And it's like there just has to be a boundary of how late you will text her back. And we do the same for my husband during, before I was in this group chat, um, he has a job where like he can't be distracted or he could get hurt. Mm -hmm. So we like also set the boundary that he never responds to her messages while he's at work, even if he's not doing something that like he could get hurt by just because it sets the boundary that she, unless it's an emergency, she's never going to get a response between like 6 a.m. and 4 p.m.
0: I also don't check my messages on the parenting app if I'm at work unless of course it's like a changeover day or oh, right. my son or my son is with him. Right. If it's neither of those, I like those messages can wait because it's clearly not important because a big K's in my care and he doesn't really message for much, but I get I still get so triggered by the messages. Like oh yeah. And, and I go into like freak out mode, go like, what is he going to accuse me of? What is he going to say? You know, like I still haven't gotten a response to why Big K didn't receive his medication. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, and just do you,
1: do you think it's possible that he doesn't have his like notifications set up for the parenting app so he doesn't see it?
0: Possibly. But if you see the amount of Big K's unread text messages from his father, I think he's just not that responsive.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it's definitely him avoiding you.
0: Yeah, and that's one reason why I switched to the parenting app, because I wanted to be able to see when he's read the messages.
1: Oh, so you can see that. Yes, I can He's just not even reading them.
0: Sometimes he's not reading them, and other times he's reading them and just not replying, which we have the clause in our parenting plan that messages will be responded to within 24 hours. Right. Which oh I think God. is reasonable, right? And well, yeah. we had have, we have this discussion in mediation where you at least need to respond within 24 hours acknowledging that you read the message and go, you know, thanks for your message. I'll take it on board or thanks for your message. I'll, I need more time to respond.
1: Right. Or because even I, just like, okay, I'll let you know or something like something.
0: Yes, something. But no, he just chooses to ignore like, and. This is when I question, is my son a priority to his father?
1: Right. Yeah. Being ignored is a trigger for me. I have to work on that one, but I absolutely hate it. It makes me so mad.
0: Yeah. But like, that's what I mean. Like he ignores me so often that I'm used to that. So I'm not quite as triggered by the ignorance as when I actually get a message.
1: Right. It's so true. Yeah. (laughs) So our next one is, I am the wicked stepmom, as Karen would say. I feel like so many Karens would like actually say that if they were asked, even if they never like blatantly say it. If you asked mm-hmm. if your kid's stepmom was a wicked stepmom, I feel like so many would say yes.
0: I wore my um wicked stepmother shirt to one of Big J's football games and my oh. father-in-law pissed himself laughing.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. What did Karen do? Or was she not
0: there? She was there. She didn't say anything. That but is she would so have read funny. it like it's straight across my chest.
1: That is so funny. <laughs>
0: Told kids to get water from the fridge filter because they kept wasting plastic water bottles.
1: That's a pet peeve of mine.
0: <laughs> I have to admit, I cannot stand the taste of tap water. I don't know why.
1: Even filtered cannot, water?
0: I'll drink it in a pinch. Oh. <laughs> but we don't have a fridge filter. And also oh, those okay. fridge filters freak me out because it's like, how how do you clean it? Like how much mold is going through that? Because you you're not clean cleaning up. it. Yeah, but people don't.
1: I oh, don't know. People don't, but you can and you should.
0: So you know, it freaks me out. Um, So I drink bottled water, but we have like this recycling program here where you recycle your bottles and you get money for it. Oh, So we do that. Oh,
1: that's and that's good. like
0: the kid's pocket money. So we do that. So it makes oh, me feel a little okay. less guilty about buying bottled water. But now that I have my big 40 ounce water bottle right. that I bought for my cocktails in Fiji, I take that to work. So I just buy the bigger bottles of water. So I'm feel even less like i'm wasting less
1: right that is such a good idea uh to use that as the kids pocket money as like incentive to actually recycle them because that's what drives me nuts that's what drives me nuts is when he takes a bottle of water out of like the case drinks half of it leaves it in the living room and goes and gets another bottle i'm like Mm -hmm. i cannot that is my thing with bottled water it's not so much about recycling it i mean we do but it's just about how many bottle bottles of water i'm cleaning up every day
0: should i also mention that i am the wicked stepmother because I buy the bottled water and I don't let the kids drink the bottled water. That is my water because I don't like tap water and I make them drink tap water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I've gotten a little bit of hate on that on my page before where I'm like, oh, I buy like whatever and it's, I don't share it with my stepson. And it's like, I wouldn't share it with my daughter either if she was old enough. It's like, they have their own snacks. You're allowed to have your own stuff.
0: Exactly. Like I don't even like sharing my bottled water with my husband oh Really, like, he will. He will tap water. I would rather drink my spit than drink tap water. Oh my god! So like dramatic. I just, it is. It's very dramatic. I don't know. Maybe it's a sensory thing. I just, and I just, I can taste like the chlorine in the water. Yeah. Like, if we had a rainwater tank, I'd drink that over. Yeah. Tap water. But yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Our,
1: our tap water is so like processed. So I agree with you. We have like the five gallon jug with like. A water cooler thing we have mm-hmm. one of those because it's our water fancy. is disgusting so the next one is the day home lady won't speak to me because we temporarily moved him to daycare to assist with speech problems and we still had to pay her
0: now i had to ask the question but i didn't get a response is like day home like a home daycare
1: uh yeah i think it's like a daycare in like in somebody else's house
0: okay thing. yeah because yeah th- that's what i messaged i was like maybe it's just you know, crossing the international border. I just didn't get it because we we do have home daycares, but sometimes daycare can be really good for that. Not to say that like home daycares are any less adequate, but sometimes having more educators there at a right. daycare center can be more beneficial to help with a special needs and they can get people in to do assessments and stuff like that.
1: Right. And like specialized educators for something like the speech problems. Whereas like a home daycare and her aides might not have like the ability to help with that.
0: I make stepkids follow rules at my house because dad won't enforce them. So I must be awful. I think that's something that gets a lot of stepmoms, the wicked stepmom title because they are the enforcer, but at the same time, it can drive a wedge in your relationship.
1: Yeah. I feel like I was just going to say that has to be a conversation with your partner to figure out how you can both be enforcing them.
0: Yeah. Like, okay. Perfect example. My husband created the rule that big and little Jay need to do their own washing from now on. I knew I went around and I checked. It was my day off on Wednesday, but I'd already done two loads of towels, a load of my washing and miss Kay's washing and my husband's. And I'd done a uniform for big K to make sure he had enough uniforms for the week. And I checked everyone else's and I knew big J needed underwear. That's it. He just needed underwear because when he did his washing on the weekend, he didn't wash any underwear. Oh my God. And so I'd said to him when he got home from school, I said, Mate, don't forget that you need to do your own washing. Like, if there's anything you need, put on a load of washing. And then before he went outside to play, I was like, Oh, don't forget to put in your load of washing. He goes, Oh, no, no, no. I found underwear. Clean? No, it was dirty underwear. He <laughs> put dirty underwear back in his drawer to wear. Just, and I said to no. him, like. <laughs> He was outside playing and then he came in and he he like slothed on the couch and I was like, what do you think you're doing? Like at that point I was angry and he's like, oh, watching TV. I said, no, you can get up, you can grab your dirty clothes and you can put on that load of washing that you lied to me about. I said, because I had already checked your drawers and then you went and grabbed a pair of dirty underwear and put it Back in your drawers because you're too goddamn lazy to put on a load of washing. Then he went to literally wash just his school hat and one pair of underwear. Oh my God, no! I was like, no. If you're putting on the washing machine, you're putting on a whole load of washing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like this, this is what we're teaching you. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize. I said, well, put on a load of washing. And then he started crying. Like, Why are you crying? Oh, and I said to him, I said, you know, don't, don't be shitty with me. I said, this was your father's rule. Your father wanted you to start doing your own washing and I said, Have you not also noticed that I've let you off cooking once a week while you're learning how to do your own washing? Oh, and he's Did like, you notice? Yeah, he's like, Oh, yeah, I noticed you hadn't been asking me to cook. I said, Yeah, because you need to focus on learning how to do your own washing, right? I said, And look at this, mate, like you almost went to school wearing dirty underwear. And I said so to rude. him, If you don't put on a load of washing now before you go back to your mum's house, when you come home, you're still not going to have any clean clothes because I'm not doing your washing for you anymore because you're father told me not to. Right. And I said to him, if you had just put your load of washing on before you went outside to play, I would have happily hung it outside for you. Oh, yeah. But the yeah, fact that you that lied girl. to me, you lied to me. I'm not doing that now. You can stop playing with your friends outside. You can wash your clothes and you can hang your own clothes out. Right. And like he, he came to me afterwards and he's like, I'm sorry for lying. Oh. I'm like, just don't lie. Like, don't lie to me because I always find out the truth.
1: Right. And this is Big J, you said, right?
0: This was Big J, yeah. yeah. Little J. Jay's is- he's learning we're a little bit more lenient on him because you know he's 11 and he's mentally probably still only seven right Um, and I still choose to do big case washing but big case still helps me
1: right that's what we do with tea too it's so much more annoying when uh like your husband or whoever dad starts or makes the rule but then doesn't enforce it that is so (laughs) that must be so frustrating
0: it is so frustrating it's (laughs) oh
1: I will say though that we I always knew that i was gonna be like the stricter one with kids um Mm -hmm. because my husband is like i don't know he just like he's just you know like a golden retriever he's not (laughs) he's not like a harsh person at all and i don't think i'm a harsh person either but I like like I like there to be structure. So I'm like, I always knew that I was going to be the one creating and enforcing rules. But when it's his son and not mine, it's like there has to be like a balance there where he has to also do that, where he might not have Mm -hmm. to do as much if they were all our kids.
0: Well, see, it's like my husband grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. Like he never had to do anything. Right. You know? I- I'm pretty sure he didn't even know how to use a washing machine until we were together. My
1: husband same. same.
0: Be- and it's like I got home from work tonight. Like I worked tonight and I didn't get home until after eight. And I'm like, honey, what what is this basket of clothes doing on the floor? And he goes, oh, I put some away. I put mine away. And I'm like, That's what, what have I been to- doing? As a stay-at-home mum for the past three years, I've been putting everyone's clothes away. Right. I specifically said to you, can you please put these clothes away before I get home from work? Like,
1: and just his
0: He just put his away Not mine Not not Miss Kay's I was just like oh, I, I, always,
1: I always get like the um, Oh I don't know where your stuff goes Which is fair on some aspect Because I, I like put my clothes away In like a weird way to him But it's like mm-hmm. You can learn it Because I don't shove my underwear Socks and everything else Into one drawer Doesn't mean that It's weird
0: <laughs> I have I bought um, dividers from Ikea mm-hmm. So in my underwear and sock drawer They have dividers So my bras go in one second. My socks go in another section. My underwear in another section. Pretty straightforward, right? Right. And then I literally have a drawer for pajamas, and then I have a drawer for t-shirts and shorts. Like, Not too and then jeans and dresses get hung up. Right. Not that hard at all. Miss K, I went around and I, with my label maker, and I labeled the top of her drawer. Because That's
1: what I did for her too.
0: <laughs> she she has all the sections. And for me, it's really straightforward. It's really organized. I didn't think I had to label it, but still, three years later, he still can't find everything. So I've right. even made like a separate box now, which just says kindy clothes. And I oh. when I when I put it in the drawer, I literally go shorts, shirt, shorts, shirt, shorts, shirt. So you can oh. literally pull out an outfit and go, That's what you're wearing to school today.
1: That's a good idea. Especially when they're going to school, because when my husband dresses Miss A, he does his best. Yes, I will say, but they're not always the most coordinated outfits, so it kind of drives me nuts a little bit. And so but, I like try to set clothes out for her.
0: There was one day where I was like deathly ill. I can't remember if I had a migraine or a stomach bug or something, but I was sick. So it was on a weekend. We didn't have the boys, so he took Miss K out and took her out for lunch. And then when he came home, he showed me the cute pictures of them when they were out for lunch. She was wearing pajamas. Oh, oh my God. He he. He thought he had done the best job picking this coordinated outfit. She was wearing her goddamn pajamas. Oh,
1: no. At least he tried. That's he, all I asked for. At least it matched. <laughs> right. And
0: he, and he remembered to put shoes on her feet.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all that matters. The matching doesn't really matter that much as long as she's dressed weather appropriately, but prefer her to be matching.
0: Exactly. Got Steps on a cake pop on our way to pick up spot and Karen got mad because my name was on the order.
1: That's like a whole new level of petty. That one cracked me up. There,
0: that is crazy. Like, and I'm guessing that's like a sta- Starbucks order because it recently came to my attention that Starbucks in the US do cake pops. They don't do them here. Oh, really? hmm We That's get like cookies, a... donuts, bagels, not cake pops.
1: I know. It's like a huge thing for Starbucks to do cake pops here. It's like every time we go through the drive-thru at Starbucks, he's like, can I get a cake pop?
0: I kind of wish. Some, someone posted something about like um for every mom who goes through the Starbucks drive-thru, they're getting cake pops for the kid in the backseat. And I was like, in Australia, we're buying baby chinos.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So... <laughs> A baby Chino is just the frothed milk. Like, you know what goes on top of oh, the cappuccino? Yeah. So it's just a froth milk in like an espresso shot cup. And they put like marshmallows and um, chocolate sprinkles and chocolate powder and stuff on the top.
1: Right. They do have that, but I don't think they call it a baby Chino. That's
0: cute. Mm, well, that's what it's called here. Baby Chino. So Miss um, K, every time I get coffee, she goes, mommy, I get coffee too.
1: Oh, that's sweet. I love that. Um, This yeah. one cracked me up. She just said, I got COVID. And of course, obviously not funny that she got COVID, but it's funny that... She's an evil stepmom because of it.
0: Yeah, like I can just think of all the scenarios. It's like she got COVID, she gave it to the kids. Evil stepmom. Right. She got COVID. The kids couldn't come to the house. Evil stepmom.
1: Exactly. But either way, it's not like she went out seeking how to get a disease that would that she could give to the kids.
0: <laughs> this is like when my house got COVID. Literally, my husband like contracted it from work. Then we went and celebrated Big Jay's. Birthday at a like a, at a bounce like one of those trampoline places. Uh-huh. Ev- everyone there came down with COVID other than Big K but maybe that's because he'd already had it so everyone came down with COVID within days of each other but what's funny is we'd already sent the boys back so my husband didn't test himself until we got home that afternoon after Big J's party and then messaged the boy's mother like Karen and was like I just tested positive for COVID
1: Oh God, I would not want to send that text
0: (laughs) after we'd already sent the boys back and we had the agreement that if someone tested positive the boys stay where they are so like technically Mm -hmm. she could have like sent them back but instead their, their whole house ended up getting
1: COVID. Oh God. Oh my God. That is horrible.
0: I did Bam. too. And if I didn't have strong painkillers, I wouldn't have survived because I had the worst body aches.
1: Yeah. When I got it, that was my big thing too, was the body aches.
0: Like I didn't really have fevers. It was just my whole body ate. And the only time I felt good was when I was in like a hot bath.
1: Right. Yeah. I felt the same like my joints were like I felt like so much effort to like move my joints at all. It was horrible.
0: Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Um, this one, I hold the kids responsible for their messes. Girl, we need to keep these kids accountable.
1: Yes, yeah, somebody has to.
0: But their father needs to keep them accountable too.
1: Yeah, uh, I told all the kids they have to knock on our bedroom door. That is more than fair.
0: More than fair. Like our kids, even Miss K started knocking. Like oh, she's really? picked up. She's picked up on that the boys knock. So she knocks. Sometimes she just still barges in, but she's getting in the habit of knocking because we're trying to teach her about privacy and things like that. So that is more than reasonable. Uh, I mean, in
1: our house, everyone knocks on everyone's bedroom door. Like you don't walk into someone's bedroom without knocking.
0: And that's one reason how, like, not one reason, that's one way we taught the boys how to respect our boundaries by knocking on our door, by we knock on their door.
1: Right. That's fair. That's totally
0: fair. And sometimes I do the quick knock, knock open.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes you have to he never ever ever wants to close his bedroom door like for anything so if it is closed we know he's doing something bad
0: big j closes his door especially if he's talking to his friends which sometimes we're like surprise, just to like see if we we'll catch him doing anything he shouldn't be doing. Uh, little J will close the door if he's doing something he wants to keep Miss K out of, but she just barges in anyway. And Big K only does it if he's like reading or watching TV on his iPad. Oh, okay. Other than that, doors wide That's open. So also, wow. because my husband has this thing about opening and closing doors, like it's like his sensory trigger. Like he cannot stand the sound of opening and closing doors. Oh really? He wants them pinned back all the time. He's like, pin your doors back. Stop opening doors. Stop closing the doors.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Remember, like back in the day when there were like AIM and everyone, like every time someone signed in, you would hear like a door open.
0: I didn't actually have AIM. Oh. I went like we had MSN Messenger. Oh
1: okay. Then well, never mind. I was gonna say that must have drove him crazy. But if he didn't have
0: it, then never mind. <laughs> he wouldn't have had it. Like, you're forgetting he's a whole generation above. Oh me. yeah,
1: you're. You're right. He is.
0: He didn't have the internet till he was in his twenties. 20- Nice. <laughs> so uh, the next one is I emailed my stepson's teacher To let him know What homework he needed help with That
1: reminds me of Madison
0: Yeah It's like how I was listed as a parent With both the schools Because I signed The enrollment paperwork And right. Karen didn't And Karen has somehow Had me removed As a parent From Little J's school But yeah. they won't They won't let her Remove me as a parent From Big J's school Which is pissing her off Good. <laughs> Because well Even the high schools said like if she wasn't in the picture at all they would just be communicating with bio dad and stepmom stepmom signed the enrollment paperwork bio mom didn't she chose not to how
1: did you get stuck f- with that when she picked the school
0: because we were proactive so she picked the school so we filled out all the enrollment paperwork gotcha to make sure that she couldn't cut me out.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what happens to us is Karen wants to like put me on when it's convenient and then take me right off.
0: Yeah. So she's successfully removed me as a parent to the point Little J's school are not allowed to communicate with me, which is funny because we have a family email address.
1: Right. And you pick him up. So like, what if they needed something?
0: Right. But yeah, one of the deputies refused to talk to me about his latest suspension because I'm not a parent. But if Karen wasn't in the picture, what you wouldn't talk to me. like you'd only talk to dad like you can talk to me I'm listed as a parent yeah. He's legally my stepson. We're married.
1: Right. like in, Can your husband add him back or add you back?
0: Yeah, but it's just not worth the fight because yeah, I'm at the point where, like, my life is too stressful now. Like, yeah. The teacher still communicates with me. That's oh, where okay. I see, like, as long as she's talking to me, it's just the deputy principals that are refusing to talk to me. But it's like, gotcha. if he gets suspended again, guess who's going to rock up to the re entry meeting? It's going to be me right. because Karen <laughs> didn't show up to the last one and my husband didn't show up to last one it's me
1: right yeah like but they don't, the karens don't think about that though <laughs> especially in your case when you're like literally taking them to school and picking them up
0: exactly like now that i'm working my husband's doing it a bit more but we're sharing the load like if he mm-hmm. if i can't do it he's doing it
1: right but i mean so, that's only recently so like how long ago did she have you removed
0: it would have been after the, it would have been only sometime recently. Oh, okay. Because I did do one reentry meeting and I signed all the paperwork for that. And then all of a sudden, when he got suspended this last time, where he attacked a teacher again, they wouldn't speak to me about it. I was oh, so an emergency even, contact.
1: She didn't even tell you that she took you off. You just found out because they wouldn't talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> lovely. That's lovely. It is. Um, Okay, so the next one is I don't let stepdaughter eight sleep in our bed.
0: God, You must be a wicked (laughs) stepmom.
1: If that makes you a wicked stepmom, I will gladly be a wicked stepmom because I wouldn't even let my own eight-year-old sleep in my bed every night.
0: No, like... I'm trying to kick my three year old out of my bed. Oh,
1: right. Seriously. Like
0: get out. Like, no.
1: Yeah. And,
0: like if they have a nightmare or whatever, come in, but you're eight years old, yeah. go back to bed.
1: Exactly. That's what like it's been a while, but that's what we did, is like help come in, my husband will talk to him, take him back to bed, stay in his room till he falls asleep and then come back to bed. You're not sleeping in our bed.
0: No, there, there was some like one time where Big K was sick and he was like just one of mummy cuddles and he's got a big enough bed. So I was like, I'll lay with you till you fall asleep. That I ended up falling asleep in there, and my husband's like, "What are you doing?" and woke us both up. But I'm like, "God oh, damn it! Now you have um, to start all
1: over again. And you're gonna fall asleep again."
0: Exactly. Well, the other morning, Miss Kay was driving me mental. She's like thrashing around like a fish out of water, and I snapped at her and I was like, "God damn it! Just stop moving!" And she wouldn't. So I got up and I went and slept in Big Kay's bed. He wasn't here. Okay. And then Miss Kay got up and was walking around the house crying, looking oh, for me. No. Oh. <laughs> and here I am laying in Big K's bed, just like getting a snooze in. And then my husband comes in and he's like, do you want coffee? And I'm like, yes, it was like 5am. I'm like, I have oh, work today. I just wanted another hour sleep.
1: Oh, that's the worst.
0: Uh, another one, which has always made me a wicked stepmother is I regulate screen time.
1: Yeah, us too, but he doesn't get it in the other house. So he thinks that we're evil.
0: Yeah, it's the same here. It's like, there's no limits on screen time. They don't have to do homework little jay's homework is literally he gets he gets given what timetable he needs to write out and he's told that he needs to write it out 0 to 12 times every day last term or, yeah, last term, his teacher had said, you know, can you try and write it out seven times a day? He would literally do it seven times once when he's with his mother. And then he'd like complain because we're like, no, 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 it says every day. Like I've even gone through and I've highlighted where it says every day, hoping that Karen will pick up on that. It says every day. No, right. He does his homework once, not every day, just once.
1: That's crazy that she doesn't like help him, like make sure that it gets done.
0: She also doesn't pick up on the fact that we're doing it every day. So this time I turned around and said, you're not going to do your homework in your mother's house, guess what? It says zero to 12. You can write your times tables out 12 times.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Like he's like a year off high school and still doesn't know basic English, doesn't know his times tables. Like these boys are academically behind for their age group and she doesn't make them do homework.
1: Right. Yeah, that's really like frustrating because like with the screen time thing, you're not doing them any favors.
0: No. So we have allowed little Jay his iPad this week because his tutor assigned him homework homework which was two games one was called hit the button which was doing his um times tables on oh, okay. an app and another one which is the wordle game Have oh you really wordle? yeah uh, yeah so there's a kid's version
1: oh okay i didn't know that
0: and so she's assigned that he's got to do it. And he's got to do it until he gets three right.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Sorry. So, like, that's his screen time. He plays those two games and that's it. And it's been taking up all of his TV time and he's getting frustrated. And I'm like, do it quicker.
1: Yeah, all right. That's screen time. Uh, okay. And then our last one is because I need my own space sometimes. We all do. That definitely doesn't we, make you evil.
0: It doesn't. And as a bio mom, we need our own space too.
1: Mm-hmm, right.
0: Like. I would not begrudge Karen 2.0 if she was like, I need a break. You know, yeah. I get it. I, I get frustrated sometimes because sometimes it comes across as if she doesn't care and doesn't really want him there. But yeah, borrow mom's stepmoms. Mums, we need a break. We right. need our own space.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our wicked stepmom episode of raising his kids. We hope you enjoyed our bewitching journey through the world of stepmotherhood.
0: As always, we appreciate you joining us on this roller coaster. Remember the myth of the wicked stepmother is just that a myth
1: your stories and experiences remind us that stepmoms are resilient loving and anything but wicked
0: if you have your own magical stories to share or topics you'd like us to explore in future episodes please reach out to us we love hearing from you
1: don't forget to follow us on all of our socials and join our facebook group and keep an eye out for our wickedly wonderful updates
0: until next time keep those cauldrons bubbling and remember you're never alone on this unique roller coaster happy halloween dear stepmoms
1: happy halloween